Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus appointed 72 other disciples whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place he intended to visit. He said to them, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way. Behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals, and greet no one along the way. Into whatever house you enter, first say, Peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest on him, but if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you, cure the sick in it, and say to them, The kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, The dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We are celebrating today the memorial of St. Jerome, priest, scholar, and doctor of the church who lived in the fourth century. He is known to be the one that actually paved the way for the sacred scriptures to be more accessible to the common people. And uh, it was such a revolutionary or life-changing, life-changing uh, life work in the life of the church because before, since the scriptures were originally written in Hebrew and Greek, only, v only very few people were able to, to read it. And Jerome translated the sacred scriptures to Latin, which for us today, you know, we may say, oh, nobody really spoke Latin or speak Latin anymore. But during that time, that was uh, the language of, of of most people. And uh, his interest in the sacred scriptures, his interest in the sacred scriptures emanates from the fact that he truly loved the Lord. And he said that the ignorance of the sacred scriptures is the ignorance of Christ. Because the word of God the, the Word of God is the living truth. And that Word became flesh and dwelt among us. So what is contained in the sacred scriptures 
is the very life of God itself, not, of course, exhaustive, but it provides us the window to the heart of God, to the mind of God, to how God not just feels, but how God commune with us. Oftentimes, too, when we think of saints, the first thing that comes to our mind are their virtuous life and character. But whenever I think of St. Jerome, I think of his temper. Actually, he was known to be so impatient, so impatient, and he had a, you know, a bad temper, as many scholars said. And this should console many of us who struggle to be virtuous and holy, a quality which surprises many whose image of sanctity lacks a, lacks a sense of how Christ's holiness transforms human character. He struggled many times with the virtue of patience, could be overbearing with those who, dis, who, those who disagreed with him, and had a reputation for being cranky. One commentator or, or biblical scholar even noted that perhaps Jerome chose to be a hermit not so much as a heroic act of sacrifice because had he not lived alone, he most assuredly would not have been a saint. And the spiritual lesson for us in this might be to remember that saints are not born with perfect characters, that even the holiest among us has to become the way has to be transformed over time. And this means that saints have shared with us all the qualities in the weakness that vexes. However, flaws in character did not contain him from seeking to know Christ and to live in such a way that the relationship with him was evident in their way of life. In the end, reflecting on the life of St. Jerome, we see that his love for the sacred scriptures purified his heart, purified his anger, his temper, and his impatience. For after all of this, the task of a disciple is that the scriptures must take flesh in us and we ourselves become a living gospel proclaiming the glory of God. And he accomplished that. He accomplished that. For, for us who meditate on the Word of God day by day, every single day, most especially for many of you who come to the Eucharist every single day listening to the Word of God, what we hear and listen to is not something just to ponder upon, but it should really transform our hearts into the heart of Christ. Um, the, the whole project of Christian discipleship is to configure our lives to the very life of Jesus. You know, that's, that's actually one of the things that draw me to the priesthood. Um, when I was reading in high school what 
the priesthood is all about. That, that line uh, from, from one of the church's documents about what a priest should be is to configure his life to the very life of Christ was the one that keep on being repeated in my head. But it's not just a vocation for the ordained. It is the vocation for every baptized. You know, configuring our lives to the very life of Christ. It's not easy, though. That is why we need to, we need to ask for the grace, just like St. Jerome. But one thing that changes everything, including his life, is that he was so convinced of who God is. He was so convinced of who Jesus is. One of the things that we can also read about him is that if he hears someone talking about Jesus in error, he would pursue that person. He would talk to that person, and sometimes not in charity, you know. Um, but but he, he would be relentless until that person understands who Christ is. And that conviction, too, is eventually the one that transformed his heart and elevated him among the, the, the saints. This should give us hope. There is hope for all of us who struggle. But let us also learn from him to meditate on the word and let that word of God transform our hearts.